Hey, welcome back to Steve Reads a Comic. What's up, fellas? Hey, hey. Uh, I'm Sean. This is Steve. I'm Rob. Hello. Hello. And Rob. Hey. Um, all right. It is uh, July 5th, 2023. This is a spoiler-filled podcast. This is your warning. Uh, we will be discussing, uh, I, off the top of my head, well, not off the top of my head, but actually on the notes app on my phone. We're going to be discussing uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, most likely. I, have, I haven't seen it. There's nothing to spoil, trust me. Um, we're going to discuss uh, Venom Dark Origins Free comic. You. No, there isn't. I saw the movie. Like, there's. We could talk about it spoiler-free, trust me. And we'll probably be talking about Secret Invasion, if you guys have been watching that at all. Uh, I didn't watch yesterday's, but um, I forgot it. No, wait, today's Wednesday. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, it came, what's, it came what's out today. today. I haven't yes, seen today's. Have you seen okay. it, Steve? Yeah, I just watched it before this. I podcast. hurried home so I could do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I watched. I, I read the whole uh, Secret Invasion, the six <laughs> issue series too. So I wanted to see like what the old comics were like versus this show. Yeah, Steve didn't come over to my house yesterday. He stayed at home and read Secret Invasion. No, I, <laughs> I read that a week ago. <laughs> yesterday, I watched. I ordered Taco Bell and watched. Uh, the rest of Superman. I finished all the Superman movies. So, well, the ones with Christopher Reeve. So, last two or something, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. The, the the third one, oof, that is brutal. Everyone's right about that one. Fourth one, I didn't think the fourth one was as bad as people said, but the the first one's definitely the best. I swear, in the first one, like, there's a girl and her cat's in a tree, and Clark like saves the yes. cat, yes. and then. And then the girl's like, oh, thank you, Superman. She goes into her house and she's like, <laughs> she tells her mom, like, Superman just saved the cat out of the tree or something like that. And it sounded like the, the parent was like, stop telling lies. And then she got smacked. Like, you hear yes. an audible. Like, yes. Like, it's really ah. funny. I was like, That's oh, 70s, my God. That's what happened back then, bro. <laughs> <laughs> stop, yeah. stop telling your lies. Pow. I was like, damn. <laughs> Remember you you were born in 79 so you didn't get most of the 70s smacking. <laughs> I got some smackings. You got the 80s smack though. 70s smack was a whole nother story. <laughs> well whatever it is I, I, I got the 70s smacks too. Yeah. And the six, I think I got all of Steve smacks. You, you got, got the, uh, you got the 30s smacks. <laughs> right. right yeah. Yeah, like yeah. the 1830s. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I got. The 1430s. You got hit with a <laughs> fucking plow. <laughs> like I got put in an iron maiden. Um Oh Lord! Yeah, those are good, man. I I, I enjoyed those. I'm uh, I wanted to watch them all because they introduced or they announced uh, who was going to play Clark and Lois in the new Legacy movie or whatever. Yeah, so, Miss Maisel. Yeah, Brosnahan. Yeah, she she's a good fit. So I got excited. So I watched all the old movies. I don't and, know who the guy is. I I saw him. He looks like Superman. Yeah, so the uh, the Superman Returns is technically a sequel to Superman Two. If you want to watch that one as well, um, it ignores Superman Three and Four, and is a sequel to supposed to be a sequel to the Richard I, Donner movies. I, I thought that one was was good. I didn't I, a little too much Kevin Spacey as Lex Luthor, but besides that, I thought Brandon Routh was good. I liked him as Superman. I didn't yeah, I've, mind se- I've seen that one plenty of times. I don't need to rewatch that one. Oh, okay. I like that one okay, but they they made the mistake though of, of, of since they were 
trying so hard to go with the Christopher Reeve, Richard Donner style. Yeah. They, di- they didn't give him anybody to punch, you know? Like, I mean, they, they Superman 2 technically had villains for him, but it was all another real estate scam like the first movie. It's like, come on, dude. Yeah. yeah. Every Superman movie can't be about him stopping real estate scams. <laughs> like, that's yeah. not why we have a physically powerful man of steel so he could stop a billionaire from making more money. Did they play the comedic music in Superman Returns every time you saw Lex Luthor? It was like doo 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 doo. It definitely know? had some levity to it, but no, I don't. I don't think it was that goofy. But it it definitely had some, you know, it had a sense of humor to it though. <laughs> that, that they didn't. The Man of Steel was devoid of. Miss Tessmacher. Um. <laughs> but yeah, it was. Uh, it was okay. I really liked the airplane. The, when he saved the airplane, that was the best part of the movie, and it was like the middle of the movie. Yeah, they did the best thing in the middle. They just they really messed up the third act on that one. But it doesn't help when again your plot is oh Lex Luthor's gonna fucking buy up all the create real estate, create demand Crypt- for his real estate, kryptonite like, real estate. Yeah, yeah. It's like you gotta stop with that, dude. Like, I mean, one thing I have to give Zack Snyder credit to, at least he brought a powerful villain on screen. Now, granted, he made it look like a goddamn thalidomide baby, but he at least brought <laughs> Doomsday and gave him, like, a powerful enemy. I don't know why he didn't do the comic book design. God forbid you make it look like the comic book. <laughs> but, the, yeah. The, yeah, the third one I was kind of falling asleep in. Like, I was, especially when he was fighting himself, I was like, man, this uh, this scene in the junkyard is going on for way too long. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching uh, Justice League... Uh, the cartoon the there's a two season run justice league and then there's justice league unlimited two years where they bring in a bunch of fucking characters the first the regular justice league cartoon is freaking fantastic the stories in there is great i've been going to sleep with that every night it's nice Mm, yeah that is awesome have you watched it uh, it's been about a year. I watched the first season of the first, not the unlimited, but just the first one. When yeah, they, it's good, wasn't it? When you they watch the second one, they go into like that, that alien race and it looks like they're inside the stomach of some beast or whatever. It's like, it's all like cellular cell, cell walls that like they're inside of. I don't know. I've seen sporadic that. episodes here and there. I've, I've never sat down and watched an entire season sequentially, but yeah, it's, it's all in that Bruce, Tim, Batman, animated it's really series good, type yeah. vein. Batman is Kevin Conroy's awesome. Yeah. I was able to they watch do a, a great job with Batman and Superman in the cartoons in those cartoons. Yeah. yeah. All that Bruce, Tim stuff. I was able to watch a lot of stuff. Cause, uh, that flash movie got me sick. <laughs> not not the people inside like somehow that diseased rotten piece of shit manifested itself upon me or something i was uh, sick that was, that was such a good that movie was, i don't know why you Sean feel that way sick sick for three days and the power was out the ac was out for four days i don't know if you've ever been sick and have no air conditioning it was the worst week of my life but i did Ugh. get to watch a lot of movies so that was cool john wick four is that I haven't out seen yet? That yet? Okay, I, I bought it, it. I didn't know if Sean had my login or not. That was no, you sweet. Give me your login. That was awesome. Great num- nunchuck scene. Give me your uh, Kenny login. Uh, Kenny login. All right. Oh, extraction. Uh, Sean said he told me to watch that. I don't remember it, but goddamn, that movie was awesome. It, the first Did one. Did we or the talk second? about yeah. extraction? 
Rob, like years ago? I swear oh, yeah. to God. We... It's been a while. It's been like... Yeah. I, I remember when it came out, and I remember gushing about it because I really liked it. It was good. Uh, yeah. Did you watch the... the so I haven't the watched Chris... the second one yet. Did you watch the Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans movie that came out like last year? Yes. Yeah, the one by the Russo okay. brothers. Yeah, well, I, had was, I liked that. I had to check because you're not you're not listening. Yeah. So I had to make sure you watched that one. I watched that, but that wasn't as good as Extraction. Gray Man. The Gray Man. Yeah. yeah the Gray Man. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought that was good. Now, did you watch the Brad Pitt movie that Bullet, was Bullet Train? Bullet Train. I have not. Yeah, Aiden and yeah. I went to the movie to see that. I said uh, it was I I love it. You should watch Bullet Train too, Steve. Is that out? Bullet that, Train is yeah, fun. It's Bullet it was Train on is Netflix. Fun. I don't I don't know if it's still on Netflix. It's but the it, same guy as John Wick that did Bullet Train. It's, it's just fun. It's just, Aiden and I loved it. Yeah, I put that it's on fun. my wish list. It's a good movie. Like it was Flash. a good movie to go see. I, think, I, think, I think I enjoyed that one better than The Flash. <laughs> uh, I, I liked Extraction better than John Wick 4. But I, You saw I, John Wick 4 already? Yeah, yeah, I bought it. Early access. I, I, I mean, I love him. I love John Wick. But the extraction was just so real. Like, it felt like... The first one or the second real. one? The first one. First one. Really? I mean, I remember it being good. Okay. for Dude, that was... I, re I really liked it. I watched it twice. I haven't Maybe watched the second one yet, though. Some of, but, the, yeah. some of those scenes were very intense. Yes. Yeah, the fight, the, the scene at the end where he's just getting... <laughs> yeah. Blasted and... Yeah. I, I like the scene <laughs> at the beginning when he's... When he just goes in and, and takes out all those just dudes. Just takes everybody out. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. that was one of my favorite. I have to re I, I don't scenes. remember it that well. I just John remember it was all action. I mean, it, I don't I don't remember the plot besides them ex <laughs> extracting somebody, but Yeah, no, yeah. Fuck the plot. You don't need a yeah. plot. Fucking yeah, extract. Right. Extract some shit. <laughs> yeah, but Steve, don't uh, you need a love story? Uh no, I didn't need one there. <laughs> I didn't need one there. Uh John Wick is great too. It's just, you know. It's a bit absurd, you know. It's like, God damn, everybody well, that, and their that mother. That series honestly went absurd as, with the second movie. As soon as they expanded that world, it became a comic book movie. Basically, mm -hmm. everybody's an assassin. Yeah, you know, like it went, it went off the rails on this. And I liked, I liked the movies, mm -hmm. but it, the first movie felt grounded to some mm -hmm. extent. I mean, it's still over the top. He kills like what 50, 60 dudes in that movie, but over a dog. <laughs> and, which I get that to me that makes perfect sense. That's the best motivation. I, like <laughs> I was ready to kill over a wait time in a pharmacy drive-through. So over a dog, <laughs> the, dude, I, I'll go through sixty people in like in a half hour. Yeah, um, it, it's absurd, but fun as hell. And they yeah, they wrap yeah. they wrap this last movie up perfect. perfect. Well, that's Bullet Train. Bullet Train, like that, they develop the characters really well. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, it's really I, I good. Would, I do want to see that. It's on my wish list. Yeah, if it's still on Netflix, check it out. I don't know if it's still. I know it came to Netflix pretty quick after it was in theaters, so I watched it. Um, all right, so uh, we'll, we'll keep it spoiler free for Rob, but I do want to talk about Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Uh, Doctor Jones, Lo Logan uh, just went with me to go see it the other day, which I wouldn't. Wow. I wouldn't have gone if he wouldn't. If he wasn't going to go with me, but he he gave in. He did not want to go. He's like, Dad, it, it looks horrible i'm like i it looks very mediocre but i want to see it it's indiana jones i want to see it um you just want to hear so, the score dun, 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 dun. Here, dude, John the score is, i don't know I, I don't know what the deal was with speaking of the score the score wasn't well done in this movie at all really they implement yeah they implemented that fanfare at seemingly random moments 
huh. and then like the rest of the score was very forgettable. Really? Um, so I don't know if John Williams is like phoning it in or just he's got somebody doing it for him or whatever, but it just it didn't feel it didn't feel like a John Williams. But the movie didn't feel like a Steven Spielberg Indiana Jones though either, and, and it wasn't. So yeah. Isn't John Williams like 104? Like, can he? He's very old. Yeah, I think that might be his last one, major. Um, but yeah, he, uh, yeah, this this movie though, just overall was just it was disappointing, and there were elements that were like better than Crystal Skull, but there are elements that were also worse. Really? And I just re- I just rewatched Ugh. Crystal Skull, and I enjoyed it a lot more. It's still not good. Um, but it's a lot better. And one of the things Crystal Skull had that this one did not was that Indiana Jones sense of humor. This this movie was almost completely humorless. Really? It was yeah. And I don't mean like they were trying and failing. I mean they had a they did have a couple jokes that didn't work very well, but for the most part they weren't even trying to bring any humor to it. It was it was very strange. Well, they and, set the tone with it being depressing, you know? Yes. Like well yeah. af- after the initial action sequence, but but yeah, you, I dude, I told Sean as soon as I got done, I was like, I I felt sorry for in, Indiana Jones. Like I was, <laughs> I was like, I don't like that at all, dude. And then, you know, yeah, my, I mean, my gripes with it are more, and again, without spoilers, uh, really is to it, almost every action sequence is just a chase scene. The chase scenes are far too. I already don't like chase scenes, and they're far too long. They far are. too long. The, the tuck, tuck chase scene is like 20 minutes. I swear to God. Dude, it was ridiculous. Um, it was ridiculous. The opening scene wasn't too bad, but again, it was too long with him on the train. And and it, I couldn't help but think of last crusade, the opening when he's on the train and how quickly that moved and progressed to a resolution and how this one was just dragged the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Um, and also that one just felt more real because they were actually on a train. This one, they were clearly, it was all CGI and sets and whatnot. Do they explain um, what happened to his son? Like, <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. And I, right. I do exactly, you know, what's funny is I, I almost knew exactly what they were going to do with the sun. And I was right. Um, Back to that train on, on the last crusade. Not only did it move fast and it was a great scene, but it also showed you where he became afraid of snakes and where he got his whip too. And his so, hat. <laughs> at the end. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. At the very end when he goes back to yeah, the house. He gets, he gets the scar. He uses a whip, gets the scar on his chin. Yeah. And yeah. then, yeah, it, it, so much in that one little, so much storytelling in that one sequence, basically. Well, um, we knew from, they, I thought we already knew where he got his hat. I we, thought it was from uh, Young Indiana Jones. Well, that's how he got his name. No, they say that in Last Crusade, too. You named guess Dog yeah. Indiana? Yeah, but yeah. they reveal some stuff in Young Indiana Jones. I wonder. I do not remember that I, show at all. I never, I I never saw it. I, I never saw it. Um, I remember watching but, it. So, yeah, Last Crusade reveals the hat, the name, and the na- Indiana was the name of George Lucas's dog. Um, yeah. And it, and initially the movie was going to be called Indiana Smith, but Spielberg didn't like it. So, yeah, I just found all the I was watching uh, behind the scenes making of type stuff. So in 1977, when Star Wars opened, Spielberg and Lucas went to Hawaii while they waited for the returns for the weekend to find out if Star Wars was going to be any good. I guess it did all right. Um, uh, and they were sitting there, and after Lucas could kind of focus and find out that his movie was, in fact, not a bomb, Spielberg was saying how he, he's like, I always wanted to make a James Bond movie. And Lucas was like, oh, I got, I got something better than that. And he starts pitching him Indiana Jones. But he, at the time, he called him Indiana Smith. 
and he tells him, you know, the whole, you know, his whole idea of, for the character and the type of movie. And Spielberg sold on it, except he's like, I don't like the name. And, he, and so Lucas is like, how about Indiana Jones? And he's like, let's do it. So that's basically the birth of Indiana Jones. George Lucas talking to Spielberg on a beach. And, and he was right, too. It, it is a better character than James Bond, in my opinion. But um, uh, it's crazy that Lucas was involved in such two major franchises that had such longevity. Right. And people had the audacity to, like, yell at the man because Phantom Menace sucked. <laughs> like, show some respect. Do that shit in private. <laughs> you, don't, you don't fucking do that. You don't go on the internet and do that in places where he's going to see it. I just pictured you like going in a closet and lashing yourself. <laughs> no, I would just do it in private conversations. And I never once was like, fuck George Luke. And people were like really mad at George. I wasn't, I was more like, what happened? You know, I was just kind of like, I was more disappointed, but some people were like genuinely angry with the dude. And that, that was stupid to me. It's the same um, people that get angry at Ama Best and whatever. Right. Rose. They get mad at actors it's for like, playing really? roles. Really? Yeah. So, it's like, come on, dude. They're just playing a character. Uh, so back to Dial of Destiny, though. So the issues, again, uh, almost every scene is a chase scene because he's 80 years old, so he's not really going to get in fist fights with anyone, uh, especially not that giant monster fuck-off dude. Um, I heard he really rode the horse. So there you go. Uh, that was kind of a fun sequence a little bit. The horse and the subway and stuff. And it had like a, a kind of a classic indie moment when he gets on the subway. Um, that was doing his own stunts. Uh, <laughs> somewhat enjoyable. Um, Did you see you the Helena Shaw? When, he when he went to run, dude, you know, like, oh, my. Yeah. Before no. they got the stunt double in there, you know? Yeah. You just like it looks like me trying to get up off the couch, dude. It's like, uh, oh, everything and he just starts to straighten out. It's all hunched over. <laughs> <laughs> I did. And it was like a shot from the back, too. So his pants are all bunched up like old man pants and his butt crack. And stuff. It was very weird. Um, so you had the Helena Shaw character who played by Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Uh, from uh, of Fleabag fame, her character was fine. I here's my biggest gripe, and I I don't. This is not a spoiler, but basically there's like three points where she literally tries to get Indiana Jones murdered, and then at the end she's like, "I gotta save Indiana Jones," and I'm like, "You tried to murder him three times, three times, no less than three times." She literally, she tells somebody to shoot him, literally. She left him behind to get shot in the in the one chase scene at the beginning. She's like, ah, he's Indy. I'll get out of it. And then, but she literally told those those cops or whatever to shoot him. And then when they she was trying to to sell the one thing in that room full of people, she's like, ah, shoot him, <laughs> fucking shoot him. It's mine. Like, and that like that was very weird to me that <laughs> she goes from three attempts at murder of this man. Three full blown attempts that I guess we're supposed to take as a joke. I don't find it funny. I don't, like I don't want people to look at somebody who's pointing a gun at me and say, "Shoot him." That would terrify me. After the way they introduced his character, like what is what he's doing now, I was like, "Go ahead and shoot him. His life's, <laughs> his life's fucking over. Just kill him. Put him out of his misery." <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was just it's it, it's it's not bad. Like it doesn't have any cheesy moments. You know, it doesn't have like the swinging on the vines thing, um, but and Mads Mikkelsen is pretty cool as as the villain. But it just it, it's way too long. Two and a half hours is too long for this movie. 
Uh, again, no, it's the longest Indiana Jones movie, and it doesn't need to be. You know, the eighty-year-old Indiana Jones movie doesn't need to be the longest one. I thought they could have made Mads Milgerson way better, dude. They, like, oh, you're. He, I agree. I agree. Been, I I liked him, but he could have been much more evil or ominous. But he's still good. You know. Yeah. But and, uh, just kinda, he, he what he brings to it is good, but it definitely could have been written better. But then he's got his cronies with him too, and they don't even explain like any of these people. And I'm like, who the fuck are these people? I don't, I don't care. One of the guys from Alabama, but he's working with a Nazi. What, how does that happen? Like, I, uh, it's, I think, I think that makes sense. <laughs> what I know now about people from Alabama, I well, think it were, I think maybe not out. back in that time. <laughs> oh, oh, definitely back in that time. Yeah. 100% back in There's that time. There's actually, yeah, I, I was watching a docu-series about this one, somebody from the South. He was like, some uh, businessman who was like working with the fucking Nazis and like actually got uh, into the president uh, president's ear and the what who was the president then oh, fuck I'm I'm so bad but he was like no get the fuck out of here but the guy was like a sympathizer and was trying to make lots of money off of uh, Nazi shit man so yeah, yeah you got to remember man that was the KKK era. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's all very believable in my opinion. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I just I just want to believe that everybody would fight Nazis, you know, back then yeah. during. It, yeah, growing up, I Hinchman used to think that wasn't from Canada. You know, Alabama is much more believable. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, this is like a five out of ten for me. Ooh. So yeah. the Flash is much better than this Indiana. Oh, the Flash was so much fun. No, I, lo- I really enjoyed the Flash. Steve, no, no. Steve no he, you- I'll tell you why. Uh, because in Indiana Jones, he didn't say "Let's go Barbie party" or whatever. <laughs> Come on, Barbie, well, let's go party. Here, here's the thing, Logan, who it feels a little bit uh, less excited about the Flash. He said that the Flash was better than this movie, and he he wasn't feeling great after he saw the Flash, but. He said the Flash was much more enjoyable than this movie. So the only thing that can save the summer flicks again is Tom Cruise. <laughs> Mission is Impossible, what, baby. Is that oh, my saying? God. Dude, I watched Top Gun Maverick again. I was talking to Sean. I was praising it today oh. on the phone. I just, dude, Top Gun Maverick was fucking awesome. It, you know, it, that saved the movie industry. Fuck Spider-Man. Fuck Dead Aunt May. I don't give a shit, dude. Top Gun Maverick was the shit. I could watch that a thousand times over and over and over again. No, it's it was still Spider Man that did it because it did it first and it made yeah, more yeah, money. Whatever, whatever. Because like, here's the thing: if Spider Man didn't do well, maybe Top Gun doesn't come to the theater. <laughs> maybe too many theaters close. So let's give credit where credit is due. Yeah, uh, the Spider Man is all right. A good full six months before is, Top Gun. When does Spider Man come out? December. The, the, the previous year before the like oh, six yeah. months before but i i thought <clears throat> i thought he saved the summer movies i didn't know no, everybody's just saying he saved movie theaters like, uh, no, no yeah. spider-man did that and he's gonna Spider- do Spider-Man it this year too because everything has failed until mission impossible have you been That's reading true. spider-verse has done insane numbers yeah it's all right Mission Impossible. No, he's made money. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't just deny. Why does everybody hate the fact that Spider-Man makes money? What is that fucking weird yeah. shit? Man, a lot of people... I, I see a lot of stuff about how they love I, Spider- I guarantee the second you're, you're going to like Mission Impossible better than the Spider-Man movie. Oh, I probably will, but it doesn't change the fact that it made a fuck ton of money, especially for an animated movie. Yeah. Like, it's it made a shit ton of money. 
the review the reviews of the Mission Impossible movie are really good, dude. Oh, also, we've had Guardians of the Galaxy three and the Super Mario Brothers movie have come out this year. Like we're doing trash, trash, trash. Money is money, brother. Trash. Can't wait till Mission Impossible. Dude, I'm looking at the grosses. Mario Brothers made like one point three billion dollars. Oh my god, dude! Worldwide, yeah. Number two this year is Guardians. Guardians is number two, Fast X is three, and ah. Spider-Man is four. Wow. And Spider-Man will could potentially pass Fast X just because it's still in theaters. I mean, it's not exactly bringing in a, a fuck ton of money, but it's it's still out there. I don't the, I don't think it'll pass it though. The Indiana Jones movie I don't think did that well over. No, here. it didn't. It only did like fifty or something the opening weekend. It did, yeah. And I think over the five day it did like eighty two, which is it was projected to do that over Three it days. had the holiday to go with it, so that kind of helps. Um, the uh, oh, okay. So Fast X makes most of it its move money foreign. It only made one hundred and forty five million here. Spider Man's made three hundred forty six million here in America. Yeah, that sounds right. I've, those fast movies do great uh, worldwide. Yeah, they really like stupid shit. <laughs> um. <laughs> um it's it's Independence Day. I can fucking I can be xenophobic. Um, what a Little Mermaid's number five, Ant Man number six, John Wick number seven, Transformers is at number eight, Flash is at number ten. Damn, I forgot about the Transformers movie. Yeah, shouldn't, shouldn't yeah. that be out on home video soon? <laughs> I don't. I I think it just came out a few weeks ago, but I don't know how. I never. I, I was, guess it's doing all right. I guess I was getting older by the time the Beast came out. Was, you didn't know that Beast kind of out of Transformers. Oh yeah, they came out in like the '90s, I think, or yeah. maybe like, maybe it was late '80s. But I was like, um, uh, okay, now, so they just look like mechanical beasts. All right, it you know, I get how it transforms in the car, and you can't tell the difference, but <laughs> well, they transforming show into a, a metal <laughs> rhino. I no, don't know. No, kinda, they they show it in kind of looks fake. They show it in the first movie. He's just like a plain, like robot, and then he sees it, and then yeah, I'm I'm saying to blend in though. That's not blending in. Well, it is if you're in the fucking jungle. <laughs> you look like a fucking metal rhino. You don't look like a real rhino, or you know what I'm saying. I get how you can transform a car, but it makes no sense to transform into a beast. Jane, Jane, who's I the? I get the constructicons. It looks like a metal. You know they. <laughs> who's the but when you go to beasts, man? Come on. Who's the ja- who's the woman that would document the apes? Jane Goodall or something? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Her. She could tell the difference between a Decepticon like, and a that's what you think. Freaking ape. <laughs> Maybe she was talking to the Decepticon one the whole time. That's why they figured they were so smart. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, I want to see that. I want to see that anyway. I just forgot about it. I watch it on at home. Yeah, so are you going to yeah. go see Indiana Jones in the theater or what? I think so. I think Molly wants to see it. So. You should go. Yeah, I mean, I know fun. I'm not saying it's good, but I, I still think you should see it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not. I'm not saying like avoid this at all costs or anything like that. When does Mission Impossible come out? Sometime this month. I don't know. Dun, 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 yeah, you should definitely go see it. I mean, it it was fine. It was it was just you know nothing's going to match those first three. No, 
Let me see here. That can't be right. What? July 10th? It comes out Monday? No, <laughs> what is that all about? No, yeah. According to well, this is what I looked up, they're playing it at the at my IMAX theater on Monday. Well, what night. Do you do? Monday night. I don't know what's up with that. Is this, is this can't be the right movie. Something's wrong here. This can't be right. <laughs> yeah, I must be looking at something else. Showtimes. Let's go to that. Yeah, July 10th. What? And then part two is when? In a uh, year from now or something? It says July 12th. Yeah. Okay. So that'd be this Wednesday. is July 10th. On No, I see July 10th. You can get tickets at Paradiso. That's weird. I wonder what that's all about. That's Not really t- weird. Well, t- next week is sometime. <laughs> some point next week, it's out. Tom Cruise hmm. making another genius move to put movies out <laughs> on, Monday. <laughs> on Monday. <laughs> on a Monday. Hey man, I got a light day on Monday. I might uh, head out of work and straight to the theater. I gotta check my Cinemark app and see when they're playing it in my local Cinemark. Yeah, the uh, I thought the ending of Indiana Jones was very lackluster. I thought well, the, it, uh, so. The third act was definitely my favorite part by far, and I won't go into that for because of spoilers. But yeah. uh, if they would have got to that a lot sooner, I think right. I would have liked it more. Yeah, right. go ahead and talk about it. You can go into it. I'm gonna get a drink because I'm. Well, that that doesn't matter. Right now, it's 95 degrees in my, and I'm out of drinks. <laughs> I was like, so. I need some hot coffee. That'll no, I've been down. drinking cold <laughs> stuff. All right, yeah. so my my closest theater has it playing here. On Tuesday at 2 p.m. is the first showing at the cl- theater closest to me. So you're probably Monday midnight then? Or no, it's only Tuesday? Well, no, they tend to open Monday. Well, my theater, but I think like IMAX and large format, I think they're it's opening on like Monday night. But yeah, my, my theater's playing it at 2 o'clock on, <laughs> on Tuesday. So I was like, well, fucking... fuck, I guess I'm going to go to that. That is kick I think ass, I'm going to get... Man. Dude, nobody's bought tickets for the 320. I might go to see it. Oh, dude. I think my free ticket kicks in in two days. <laughs> Look at so, you. Look at you so I'm excited. Pumped, dude. I'm pumped so, for Mission Impossible. Somebody's going to go with franchise. Somebody's going to go with you for that, right? Probably not. Nobody cares what? about Mission Impossible. I know, I've showed them to the kids. Oh, my God, dude. Those movies are great. Uh, yeah, I'll probably end up going by myself once again, which is why you need to move up here, bro. <laughs> I need somebody to go see movies with. Dude, I'm about to, dude. I was telling Kristen, I was like, dude, it is a hundred and fucking four degrees on like daily down here. Like that's nuts. Well, it's not that hot, but I mean, it was last week. But (laughs) but I mean, like, it's at least close to a hundred every day. It's like, dude, let's just move north, you know? Like let's as the planet heats up, let's stay cool as long as we can, you know? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Run away. Like fucking go to. I was thinking about moving to New Newfoundland, or New Finland, or whatever. As uh, this, I'm guessing she's not receptive to that idea, though. No, hell no. <laughs> she, we just bought this house. She don't want to go nowhere. Oh man, yeah, it's. But she don't have to work in a fucking truck with no air conditioning either. Every right. day. Right. <laughs> that was definitely the worst part of my last job, man. It was just in the summertime. It was like, okay, try not to kill yourself. <laughs> Right, or die of heat stroke. Either one. I just see. I keep looking at the news. It's like, oh, these people died of heat stroke today, and I'm like, bring it. That's what I do every day. And then you get a text message from your employer, and they're like, stay hydrated out there as they sit in their air conditioned office. They give you these little fucking 
like pouches that you can get wet and put on your head. I was Jesus like, Christ. Yeah, that doesn't help when it's fucking 100 degrees. The water how about is you put, instantly. How about you spring for air conditioning in these <laughs> goddamn trucks? All the stuff I actually care, you motherfuckers. All right. But God damn. <laughs> Not that hard. At least half the fleet has no air conditioning in their truck. Oh, so, that's so wrong. Yeah, we didn't talk about it at we all. Never, we never talked about it. I well, just talk, talk we'll about go, me. No, nah, we'll <laughs> go into it when you watch it. We'll go into it. All yeah. right. It's not imperative to spoil anything. It wasn't but, a 9 um, out of 10 movie that needed to be talked about. Right. And, right. and there is stuff I do want to discuss about it, but it, it can wait. Um <clears throat> What else did I have on my list? Oh, this- so I know you guys. So you didn't watch Secret Invasion yet, Rob? But what are you guys just overall thoughts so far? Eh, it's okay. I really like it. I really enjoy it. I think we're gonna start getting meaty. We we got the setup. What the last thing I remember is his wife is a scroll. Yeah. Now, okay. oh, oh fuck! I had a question about that. That's not. That's not. Talos's wife, right? She's dead, right? No, that's his wife. He's, that's yeah. Nick Fury's yeah. wife. Okay, at first I was like, dude, is he fucking? He's fucking Talos's <laughs> wife, and he, no. and, he, and he told Talos she was dead. Mar- Mar- I don't think Marvel's doing that. No, well, that's why I thought fine. at the end I was like, holy fuck, is that Soren or whatever? Oh and then my God. you saw today's. Well, that yeah, they said her name in this episode. I was like, oh, it's not her. But last week it had me thinking he was fucking his wife. I was like, so, damn, that's this hardcore. is where they left me. I think they want you to believe that he doesn't know it's a scroll, but I think he does. I think he married a scroll, uh, but that's me. And I'll find out in about an hour. <laughs> uh, yeah. I just, I, th- I think it's solid. It's, I think it's better than a lot, some of the other series for sure. Yeah. But one of my issues that, I mean, and this I guess this would have to apply to the comic book version too. I haven't really read like much stuff with scrolls in it, but something I don't like and I don't like it kind of in the same way. I'm not, I don't really like the multiverse just because of the backdoor option is they can make anybody a scroll. Yeah. Retroactively even. Yeah. But on top of that, the scrolls themselves have no way of knowing if they're talking to a scroll, which I find strange. Like, I feel like they should know if they're in a room with scrolls, you know, mm-hmm. and like do a little or something like that. <laughs> well, no, I mean, they should be able to sense their own, you know, like, mm-hmm. like through smell the, the or way, something. the way dogs know that they're dogs and that we're humans, you know, <laughs> it's like that it's, they should, they should have a way. Cause the fact that they can just deceive each other all the time is fucking insane. Are you sure dogs know the difference between humans and dogs? Because I've had dogs yeah. hump, hump my legs multiple times. Yeah, no, they they do try to do, do uh, you know domination and stuff like that, but <laughs> they also they just they treat my dogs treat each other differently than they treat humans. <laughs> they don't behave the same way with each other. I was just going. They for do that. with us. I was just going for that stupid joke. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I feel like scrolls should have some way of knowing someone else is a scroll, whatever, some sort of tell, you know, maybe they can't 100% duplicate the behavior so they can always tell when they walk in a room or something. So does the third episode pick up a little bit? Yeah. I mean, it it does. I think so. But, and and I don't think it's bad at all. I I, I never said it was bad. No. Um, But it's, (laughs) it's got Samuel L. Jackson in it. He's awesome. I enjoyed the, the, the scene with him and, um, 
this roadie? Today? roadie yeah roadie yeah oh yeah yeah that was, that was a good scene I, I did i like that scene um uh yeah it, yeah they need to pick stuff. up like if it's gonna be like the comic they need to pick up soon because it's like war in the streets <laughs> for most of the comic you know and it's like everybody it's like old avengers new avengers fucking everybody well, i don't movie. think they're gonna bring the avenger i don't think it's gonna yeah, be I like don't think it's, i don't think it's going that way because yeah. they hinted when fury was talking to roadie they're keeping it on the down low yeah. he doesn't want to bring in the avenger he wants to take care of it himself it's kind of his responsibility can i tell you something that might happen no <laughs> I, I'm down to hear it. <laughs> Rob, I would love Rob, to hear take it. Take your headphones off. Uh, go ahead. Uh, in the in the comic, Maria Hill's an LMD. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. They haven't really it. played up the LMD thing in the Marvel universe. I know they've mentioned it, but that's something they haven't that really gone to yet. Steve's high on that from the Agents TV of series. Shield. Yeah, yeah, they did a whole season with LMDs. On what? Agents of Shield. Boom, Phil, oh, okay. Bill Coulson. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> but I don't know which direction. Like, like you said, obviously they're not going with the Avengers fighting the in the streets of New York or whatever. So yeah, you know they can go any direction they want. But so far, it's it's pretty cool. And they do have Super Scroll. Oh, I just said something I shouldn't have said. Good. <laughs> what? Because you said Super Scroll? Well, Rob hasn't watched this last episode, but it's not. I know it's in the episode. I knew what a super scroll was from. I don't. Well, I hear it. Well, let, let me put this out there. I watched the episode. I have no idea what Steve's talking about. Oh, okay, <laughs> so good. I don't, I don't even. Know. They say super scroll. Better. Yeah, they mentioned a super scroll. Well, you know, in the last episode, they showed the that doctor experimenting. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so that's what Gravik's trying to do. He's trying to make them more advanced. They mentioned that. In oh, this, I, this I, I. I I kind of play on my phone when I watch the show. I'm not. And gonna they lie. actually say the word in this episode, like they say uh, the, I, the term. Steve had the I, subtitles I got, on. <laughs> he did. I don't, and I, I was, I do watch it kind of half-assed because I'm not really into it. I'm just kind of, I kind of lift my head up because it's. I, I watch it more mostly out of obligation, not not because it's bad or anything, but I'm just not like into it. You know. Yeah, it's, because it's not, it's not really. It's yeah. So it, is, kind of, it is crazy, though, because, like, you know, obviously the main theme in the comics is you can't fucking trust anybody. Yeah. You know, right. and that's another thing. Like, yeah, but the they're spies already. They can't <laughs> trust anybody anyway. Like, like but at least they can trust that somebody isn't like for all we know, Rhodes is a scroll right now. And they exactly. have his body well, somewhere, a, you know, that's that's something that's uh, cohesive between the, the comics and the show is they don't they didn't realize how many scrolls there were on her. Yeah. And like Fury finds that out, you know, in the last episode. And like I said, I'm okay with that. I'm just not okay with the scrolls, not recognizing other scrolls. I think that's weird. I think they should be able to know. It should be a smell, whatever. I thought that that council in the second episode, that was interesting. Yeah. That was a pheromone. Maybe (laughs) like, you know, that's how so many other creatures recognize. He's so stuck on that. He's like, God damn it. They should. Well, it's just, how can you dude, you get away with so much shit. Like how do you, there is, you can just turn into 90 different people in a day. Like who even is a scroll. If they like, there should be, or there should be a time or the amount of time they can hold that form. Or there should be some kind of rules applied to it. it. It's insane that, you know, like think about a chameleon, right? So supposedly chameleons change colors when they touch stuff. I guess that's 
not actually what happens, but they can disguise themselves, but only for like periods of time and, and certain colors and things like that. So the notion that the other, I mean, yeah, it's fine that humans don't recognize them. That makes sense. But the fact that other scrolls just have no idea when there's another scroll in the room, do they fucking weird to me. Do they mention that in this, in this show? Like, do they, didn't you see in this episode when he's having that meeting with that dude and then all those people just turn into scrolls suddenly and he has no idea. Did you not, when Talos is in the room having a meeting with Gravik? And everybody just turns oh, into a fucking... Oh, that, that's right, yeah. Everybody yeah. in the room, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, yeah. you didn't know any of those people were scrolls. Yeah. Like, how? Yeah. Did he get it yet? Yeah, there's... Rob, we're not spoiling... Rob, I, I don't know why you don't trust... When have, name the one time I spoiled something for you. Last week, you motherfucker. What did I do? What did I spoil? I don't know. Exactly. I just want to be why are you over cautious. There's no reason. I'm not going to ruin anything for you. That's not my MO. It never has I'm not been. worried about you. <laughs> Steve doesn't spoil stuff either. I already, that's, that's not true. I, I already, not intentionally. I already slipped up earlier with the Super Scrolls like a minute ago. I don't think that was a slip up. Uh, I don't think that. sound like you did. But it doesn't that matter. is what happens with you, with you, Steve. Now, besides, there is a possible. One more beer and I'm getting really worried. There is a possible, like. Besides Maria Hill, like if she's an LMD in the end, that'll be cool. But there is one other thing that could really be cool. And I will not say it, but okay, if, if it's Thanks. like the comic, it could be really cool. Right. But yeah, um, man, I, I mean, I'm enjoying the show. It's got to pick up a little bit. I'm getting, I'm just, I see, I, yeah. I already forgot it was on tonight. So uh, yeah, you need I'm some not, I'm not looking forward to the next episode every week. You know what I mean? Where I got oh yeah, it's right. Wednesday. But I mean right. it's 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 good. It's okay. It's fine. Yes. It's yeah, it's it's not well, it's, no, I'm with Rob. They gotta pick it up, dude. There's only three episodes left, so I mean, really there's only oh, really? six. Yeah. Wow, they got a lot to do. Let's go. Let's go. Interesting. Well, I, I think they picked it up in this episode a little bit, the ending of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, the no ending. spoilers, but Ugh. Um, all right. What else do we got here? Uh, I just like to congratulate you guys. This is our hundredth episode. So really, you guys did good. Yeah. That's two years of this shit. Yeah. At least I think we've been doing it longer. Yeah. Well, we don't do an episode every week. Oh, I have a, I have a correction from the last episode. I said that, uh, the flash movie had, the reverse flash in it, but Steve was right. It's actually the dark flash. Do, 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 do. Steve was right. Um, so happen, just a uh, devotion to accuracy department. Well, you gotta have correct, you correct know, information out there. We all knew like Steve and I knew that Ichabod or whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> he's a different character, but you don't know if like, like they right. could have made him the reverse flash. You know what I mean? Right. So you don't, you don't know who's right. going to, if they're going to do a faithful adaptation, but no, Steve right. is right that that was definitely the dark flash looks like that. The dark flash is Barry Allen. I believe in the comics, even I just did a little more research and looked it up. Cause I was curious. Cause I, I didn't even know the dark <sighs> flash existed until Steve mentioned it. So I don't know anything about the flash. Dude, you said, but, you said, you said Ichabod and all I can think about is Ichabod crane. And I can't think of the guy's real name. And it's, uh, it's, it's e- a weird bond or Eobard, something. Eobard, Eobard, thank you. Eobard. Thorn. Eobard. Yeah, oh, I, can't, so, I can't say that. So <laughs> it's I'm the dumbest wrong. name ever. It's when so I, stupid. When it's I so say bad. his name, it's Ichabod. Cause 
Yeah, we're definitely not making Eobards anymore. Like, we don't do that. <laughs> ever, I've never heard that name in my well, life. That's because he's from the future. In, in 50 years, oh, you know, okay. that's, everybody that will be true. named Ichabod. Ichabod that's true. Whatever his name is. He's from way in the future, too. Like, a couple yeah. hundred years. Hmm. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, just I don't I don't like having incorrect information out there. So, correction. Oh, uh, man. It is, it is the dark, dark flash. Um. <sighs> All right, so what else? Uh, you want to get into this week's comic? Yeah. I don't really have... I mentioned how far we're 44 minutes in. We may as well. All right, so this week we did Venom Dark Origin, a, a five-issue limited series from 2008 by Zeb Wells and Angel Medina, um, giving like a true origin for Eddie Brock as Venom, basically. And, uh, so, and basically it starts from when he was a kid. So we get the whole like, uh, abused kid, actually kind of like weird kid. It's almost like he's like Michael Myers almost. It starts off with him. So some neighbor kids are looking for a cat and he's like, I'll help you find it. And then it turns out he's the one who took the cat and hit it (laughs) just so he could look like a hero. Basically. Um, he's, he's an asshole. Yeah, they make him much more likable in the movies. And this, well, I, I, I got it. overall, I do not like this origin at all. Okay, that um, I, I, it was me. I thought it was me. No, I, was like, I it's. I was like, is this his real origin, or I? I I think it's technically canon now. But ugh. yeah, he he he's out with some dick. girl, and yeah. he leaves yeah, like, her to get take fucking, her, take her. Yeah, I was like, oh man, come on, dude. So oh, nothing else. He's had character development over time, but goddamn, he was a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, he, he he did that thing like he did with the cat. He stole that girl's pom pom, and and then right. he went to give it back to her. You know, it's like, hey, I found this. You know, get trying to get her to talk to him, and she's like, they're free. I could have got another one, but thanks. <laughs> and then Spider Man basically, they're about to get bugged. Spider Man intervenes. She gets knocked out, and then he takes all the credit when she wakes up. She's right. like, what did you do? And he's like, oh, I, I took care of him, you know? It was <laughs> and, easy. And when, like Rob was saying, though, like when she was knocked out, she, he was like, just take the girl, take the girl. <laughs> yeah, it was like totally spineless. <laughs> right, right. Completely. And it what's weird to me, so this came out in 2008. He had had his own series for a while. Like he got his first series back in 1993, uh, so he had been established as a hero, you know, an anti-hero, but it's weird to me to go back and then be like, Oh, remember this guy who's a hero? He's a total piece of shit actually. <laughs> right. Right. Did you remember this comic when you were watching the movies? Like, did that have any imprint on you? Well, I, yeah, I do. I do like how he's portrayed in the, the Tom Hardy movies much better. I mean, th- this goes more in line with his character in Spider-Man three. Yeah. It's one thing to like, uh, fake your application to the to get a job but it's a whole right. other thing to let like take her and rape her instead of and let me go that that's just that, that that's that's too far yeah like me. he's like sean yeah. says is spineless and there's no way anyone would get behind that character right. in, in a movie you know yeah, i i don't want to watch yeah. that guy exactly <laughs> and then you have like his rise to the top and he's willing to put people in in harm's way so he can stay on top as a reporter, he's got somebody claiming to be the uh, sin eater, kill it, murderer. 
Well, yeah, uh, he goes he goes into journalism to impress his father, and right. and like the whole time, like there's like a there's some a couple panels when he's in the classroom and his teacher is talking about journalism and you know how important it is and you know he's talking about Watergate and how those two got reporters took down a president, you know, and I was yeah. it just you just can't help but think. Like, uh, like today, what's going on? You know, it's just like it. Journalism is important. It's very important. You know, like yeah. it, it is so crucial, you know, and they had this they had the same theme in Superman Four, like the beginning of it. It was basically like this character called some something Warfield. He's basically like Rupert Murdoch. You know, he just comes in. He's like, whatever yeah. sells, whatever sells papers. And Perry White's like, dude, it's not about selling papers. It's about the truth, you know? Right. And then you just see what's happened over the years. And it's just like, you just realize that, how important truth is, you know? Yeah. And he's basically just Rupert Murdoch with Fox. He's like, it's not important to get truth out there. It's important to just get viewers. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. That's all that matters. It's not about the news. It's I just, fucked up, man. I just oh, shit. You had the Inquirer like, <laughs> like buying stories to <laughs> right to hide bury them. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. For people that were friends. But I mean, like, just Not what just happened? Trump. Like that? What happened to the ideal? Like nobody just nobody cares anymore. You know? Well, it's like, no, uh, it's it's here's here's what it is. You you have people saying that the uh, the mainstream media, which somehow doesn't include Fox News, the biggest mainstream media outlet for whatever reason, the mainstream media is lying, which what gets me about that is like, is people forget that you are held liable if you make accusations and they're not true. Mm-hmm. You can go with, so, the, voting, with even, the voting machines. They got sued because <laughs> you, you can't yeah, right. you, you can't just lie. <laughs> right, right. And instead they twist that. And it, it's it's weird that they don't understand that even Fox. So with Tucker Carlson, he would come on and say, I'm just asking questions. So is it possible that Joe Biden eats penises for breakfast? I don't know that he does. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? I'm, I'm he's just, not saying I'm just giving Joe Biden my, my own opinion. Right. That's what they get, call it. Yeah, I'm just asking questions. I'm not stating anything. Yeah. But when they actually, if you look at a Fox News segment where they're trying to give the news, so they'll still like put their spin on it. But the actual statements are quotes and, you know, things that are basically indisputable. Like, and when they're actually stating something, it has to be true because they don't want to get sued. Right. Yeah. But, and then they ended up getting sued anyway. And then people look at it as like, Oh, they're a victim. It's like, no, they lied to you (laughs) and you believed it. And instead of just admitting like, Oh man, maybe these guys are dishonest. You'd rather just be like, Oh, it's all, it's all this, all these other people pulling the strings. It's like, no, if anybody's pulling the strings, it's Rupert Murdoch. It's <laughs> they, Donald Trump. It's they, like, they, they settled for like a multi-billion dollar. Dude, there's another one. <laughs> Systematics uh, still trial hasn't gone to trial yet. Yeah. I, I just so, thought, like, I just, like, I'm, like, when I'm reading this comic, I'm just like, why, I don't understand why people just keep falling for this though you know well, here's the other thing though is people have found their own news sources and by their own news sources i mean youtubers redditors people who don't have culpability and liability right because they're not you know putting it they're they'll either come out anonymously they'll post anonymously literally QAnon. um and that's why so i was reading this comic it hit, it hit me so hard you know the importance of journalism you know 
Right. And the, and having reliable sources for that instead of just, oh, I saw this guy on YouTube and he says blah, blah. blah. And I know, I know he's legit because he's been in jail seven times for uh, molesting children. So he's a real reliable. That's literally <laughs> like the background of these people. They're yeah. like uh, in jail twice for uh, abusing their spouse, touch some kids, uh, <laughs> clearly knows his shit. That was this the pizza gate guy. guy. It was like, yeah, those are their sources. Guy. Yeah. And, and it's, it, it's so fucking he nuts. Walked, lo- he walked off camera when they, he's like, uh, you've been uh, something, a pedophile or something. And he just walked away. <laughs> right. Like, it's like, uh, okay. <laughs> Dude, L- Logan came up That's to me the other source. day. L- Logan was like, he said uh, something along the lines of, and he, he said, he said, Christians, right wing Christians have ruined the image for people who have a strong anti child trafficking or anti pedophile stance, basically, because anytime a Christian comes out with a hard line on child trafficking or pedophilia, it's inevitably proven that they, in fact, are involved in it. <laughs> so now that so it used to be, you know, if you, five, six, ten years ago, whatever everybody just universally looked down on pedophiles and, and people who abuse children sexually, physically, whatever trafficking children. It just seemed like one thing we could all agree on. Right. <laughs> right. And then the right wingers come along and all of a sudden everybody on the left is a pedophile yet. It's only people on the right getting arrested for it. what and it's that whole thing. Like somebody else like, just got arrested too for that. Yeah. It's all, it's, it's, that? that's why Logan came up to me the other, yeah. the other night and said that. He's that. just like, Every time they make these accusations, they end up going down for it. It's, it's insane. But, it, but they still don't believe it. They still believe no. it. it's the left. I mean, right. even after all that. I'm that's, telling you. That's what I'm trying to ask you guys. Like, when did everybody just become so goddamn gullible or they just don't Trump, care? No. Trump, Trump, they, Trump, Trump. Well, I mean, that that's it. Like, <laughs> why, why can't you just renounce this dude? Or what? why can't you renounce people that have bad behavior? I don't understand. Christians, especially. That just makes me so mad because, you know, oh, but, you know, like this one lady I knew, it was abortion. That's all, you know, that is just evil. And it, it didn't matter if you sold your soul for Trump. It was all about saving babies, you know, and, it, and it's crazy, man. But. I'm telling you now you see education like in the in the 80s and 90s, 70s, like education was like there was uh, empowerment. You saw a lot of money going into education. Now you see all these Republicans wanting to keep people stupid, man. I'm telling you, and, and not just I'm not talking just about forgiveness for loans and shit like that. Like they're like when Trump was president, what's that? Betty DeVos, whatever they want to. Yeah privatize schools and, you know, get these vouchers for religion. And, you know, so you're not learning, you know, without religion. And, you know, we know where religion leads to when it comes to shit. You know what I mean? You keep them. You you don't want to empower people or educate them, you know, and that's what that's the key. That's the key of of getting people to vote for you that are stupid. You know what I'm saying? If they're not thinking for themselves. And they're just thinking, you know, and I'm not just picking on religion, but that's a big one because there's so many of them. It, you know, if you're just in that world of religion, you know, Steve, we grew up, you know, this is the devil, you know, and you're just in that pocket. So if you take away public education and you're not 
you're not going to school with a black kid or a, a Latino kid and you have no idea about other people's cultures and you just know about this clique of religion. That's one way to like, you know, that's one way to do it. Okay. And yeah. I'll, I'll give that's you where they're going now. I'll give young people a pass, but like, as you get older, dude, you have to start making decisions for yourself. Yeah, But if, if that's all you've learned your entire life, you see what I'm saying? I mean, you've no. never been around other people. <laughs> I mean, I understand it's hard to break away, but for at some point, dude, you got to tell you got to hold yourself accountable. Well, that's true. I don't. I think that morality can be learned a lot of different ways. Yes. Yes. Uh, it doesn't have to be. It certainly doesn't have to be religion. Um, but even comic books, you know, some people talk refer to comic books, movies, whatever. But I also think deep down, most people know when they're doing something wrong, even if they haven't technically been educated about it. Um, but I also, I think a lot of people are just stubborn and people really, they're, they're so proud or prideful that they just, they can't admit when they're wrong. So they, they want to be in changing the story. Yeah. And instead of just acknowledging that, whoa, I, I, I misunderstood this, or I thought this about this person. I was wrong. Instead of just admitting that they just keep. And what blows me away about that though, is typically they're, they're Christians and, you know, one of the things the Bible talks about a lot is is no false idols before me, which is what they've done with Trump. I have never looked up to a politician ever. I have never bought a single piece of merchandise. I don't they're, they're politicians I have voted for because I'm because those are my options. I don't support politicians. I would never, ever. Like politicians are people who just they say what they can to get a job, you know, and if, when they don't say the right things when when you're Beto or Beto O'Rourke or whatever what's that guy's name Beto Beto um, Beto O'Rourke from Texas he comes out and says I'd ban all the guns you can't say that because all of a sudden you're gonna lose people who would normally support you you can't say things that are true so every politician lies or they change their values because to get elected and when you do see an honest person like Bernie Sanders or whatever you see what happened the the Democrats push him out. You know, they, they make sure he can't even, they primary his ass out, even though he, sh he shouldn't have been and, and stuff like that. Um, so I don't, I can never be like, yeah, pro Democrat. I'm pro this politician, I'm pro Joe Biden. I'm pro I, that whole mentality blows my mind. But I think that goes back to conditioning just, you know, we, we are kind of like tribal people. Um, and then in one way, you know, you look at, at, at sports fans you know, sports fans like to gather at bars. They like to go to the event. And I think it's just that mentality. They like to get behind something. They like to support it no matter what. And they, instead of like, it's one thing to do it with sports. Sports don't matter. You know, the Browns will never win. You guys will support whoa, them forever. Whoa, easy, buddy. <laughs> yeah, but, but I, I also know that my team sucks. There's a big difference. But, that's, but what I mean though, is like, there's no morality to supporting the Browns though. I mean, well, Maybe because of this weirdo. Well, yeah, <laughs> Deshaun Watson. It didn't used but to be. But even that, well, right? Yeah. But you know yeah. what I mean, though. There's not. Nah, it's not like, icky. oh, you like the Browns? You like the fucking the team that just touches kids all the time? You know what I mean? Like, there's no, there's no morality to that. But so, that's it's one thing to have an allegiance to that, or you know, I I I love Batman or Star Wars or whatever. But when it's a person, a person is just a person. It doesn't matter how much money they have. It doesn't matter if you liked everything they said. Like. Once they start fucking up, it's you should just be like, oh, never mind. I don't, you know what I mean? Like people burn their Redskins gear because they changed their name, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but th this guy has 71 counts 
of whatever against him. And they're like, fake news. You know, he's being set up by the, it's like, so a man who's a billionaire and who was president for four years, if that's not an elite, because they're always talking about the elites, what exactly is an elite? <laughs> if you're, you're literally the president of the United States for four years, you are a billionaire before you even get there. What, who's more elite than that? You know what I mean? Like, you're going to tell me George Clooney has more pull than Donald Trump? Like, you know, it, it's insane to me that they just, they're, they're choosing, they're willfully choosing to be stupid at this point, and they don't see it that way. But in their, their attempts to be loyal, it, it's insane. It, it just, it's like, I, I, I laugh at you guys for being hardcore Browns fans, and that's all in good fun. But it's, it's absolutely insane when you find out, oh, this, you know, oh, the Browns have been cheating this whole time and they're still losing or whatever. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know what they would have to do for you guys to bounce off. I don't even know if that would be enough. But I don't, I don't think uh, they. <laughs> but anyway, that yeah, but it, you find out this guy is is been lying to you that he is a con man. And there's a comedian though. She she said, uh, she's like, I, I think that maybe like conservatives they just like a con man. Like like they like they like a guy who just comes out and is. And whereas uh, liberals, we like to be li- liberals, like to be lied to in a smooth way. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I, think, I think what it is, I think, I think uh, Republicans, they just like winning at all costs. You know, like it doesn't yeah. fucking yeah. matter. Whereas, and they're the ones with they're supposed to have the higher moral standards. You know, right, right. And then that's what they that's what they parrot. Then, that's yeah, what they, and then Democrats are like, "Well, that's kind of fucked up. I don't think we should do that." But then they lose because they don't do yeah. that, you know. And then well, then they don't do anything though because this is why this is why I hate the Democrats. So they're always like, "What can we do?" Even when they hold, you know, if they hold Congress, the presidency, you know, they hold the House and everything, the Senate, and they'll still be like, "There's not we could do." Because the Supreme Court, it's like, "Oh, you could su- expand the Supreme Court." Well, that's gonna blah blah. No. If the Republicans were here and they were and things were flipped and all of a sudden the Supreme Court right. was just doing all this shit that impacted them, they'd be like, we're expanding the Supreme Court. We're allowed to do it. We're going to fucking do it. That's what the, that's how the Republicans play. Democrats don't play that way. Like they could literally do that shit, change shit up. And they're like, nope. And meanwhile, I, well, I look now, back at the history. We don't have, we don't have a right. But they you, had like two years. The house. Yeah, they did have two years. But even then, we still even some of the Democrats weren't actual Democrats. Right. So anyway, right. But the point is though, they, they, they have options and they don't take them because they're like, well, we don't want to block. It's like, no, you have to do that. You have to play at their level. If what you're doing is legal, then fucking do it because, and the, and the thing was with the Supreme court, it's been expanded and, and uh, the opposite contracted. contracted. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yes. It's been expanded and contracted. Yeah. yeah. It's been changed. So and like when we were talking to Keith via text and Keith's like, why don't we do amendments? Like literally the word amendment is so we can amend things. And we, he said, we haven't had a new amendment since 72. Uh, you a know, major, so, uh, the last amendment was in 92, but the last major 92 was just that Congress can't give itself a raise. That was the last amendment in 92. What was 72, 72 was, was a major one. Um, what the hell was it? I forgot already. I looked it up. But it, it, it doesn't yeah. matter. The point yeah. is they don't they don't even look to that as an option now. We're we're not we're not using we're not amending things because we can't uh, fucking agree on the goddamn budget for fuck's sake. You know? Yeah. 
but it i just i don't understand and again it's not about us versus them in my mind it's just about why don't you just see things for how they are democrats do suck but republicans are literally doing things that impact you in a negative way but you think but they've also convinced you that trans people are bad and that there's a Hollywood pedophile ring, things mm. that are not true. And you just believe that because you want to, because it fits your narrative. You don't understand trans people. So it's easier just to hate them and take and not let them have any rights, which makes no sense to me. And I'm not, I'm not involved in that, in that I'm, I'm indifferent and this is going to make me seem real callous and insensitive. And it's because I am, but I just, if people aren't doing something illegal, who cares what they're doing? Who cares if people are changing their genders and changing their names and, getting breast implants or, or turning this into that or whatever. Who fucking cares? Nobody's forcing it on you. Why do you care so much? And this party that claims to be the Freedom Party is actually about removing freedoms and creating what they think is freedom, which is actually control. They want control. They don't want freedom. They want control and they want guns. To them, the ultimate freedom is owning an arsenal. Like that's, if you take, if you limit their, the amount of guns they have or the type of guns they have, that's, that's the tipping point like that. You've crossed the line at that point. That's the one thing they care about. Well, yeah. And they got susceptible people that they can control easily through fear, you know, Christians. (laughs) (laughs) And, and it works, you know? Yeah. It fucking works. So why go away from that plan? You know, but, but as I, you know, as I'm reading this comic and as I'm watching, you know, the planet heat up and everything, it's just like, at what point are we going to like come to fucking gather? Like, what yeah. is it going to fucking take, dude? It's going to have to be like the fucking Watchmen, dude. It's going to have to be well, like Ozymandias. Took- You're going to have to have a fucking squid from space <laughs> to fucking bring us together. It's nuts. Well, we had we had the opportunity with COVID, and thanks to Trump, somehow he took something that affected Americans, just humans. He took that and made it into something. Yeah, the whole world, not just Americans. The whole dude, fucking I swear world. to God, Trump could have fucking been a hero for everybody. He could have united us. God on, damn, if he COVID wasn't thing. such a dick. He could have been he could have been a great fucking president. He would have got reelected he lives, if he just wasn't an asshole. It's amazing. Well, it's not even that he is an asshole, but honestly, this is the one trait he has that his his fucking followers, his supporters just don't see. Shit, I thought that is, was I was looking out back. That's, no, that's, coming co- from that's me. Cosmo. Uh, <laughs> the one thing that motivates him more than anything is fear. Everything he does is out of fear. He, fear of losing support. Like you remember when he had the opportunity when uh, the fucking the white nationalists like ran somebody over with a car at a protest or whatever the whole statue okay. thing. Oh yeah, and he had an opportunity to be like, "Those are bad." Instead, so he's like, "Well, there's good people on both sides." And I was like, "What?" If you need, like, how do you not look at yourself and be like, I can't win this election without the support of the KKK and not think, am I the bad guy? You know what I mean? Like, how do you not see that? But like, I, I need the white nationalist vote. Otherwise, I'm going to lose. What yeah. the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> well, that, well, that's, that's what you said. Precisely. It's fear. It's he. It is. It's he, he lives in a state of fear and they see him as as a strong person. And I, it blows my mind that they're so stupid that that's what a strong person looks like to them. Somebody right. who lies constantly, accepts no responsibility ever, like, yeah. ever for anything. He fears said or done. He fears admitting he's wrong. You're exactly right. You know, it's and, and then like you said that when you can admit you're wrong, that is true strength. That is right. What, that is what leaders should be made of. You know. Yeah. And you, you don't just yeah. You can't just support wrongheaded decisions and be like. And you can say 
it like you know Biden had made all kind of fucking racist laws was a part of it back when he was in Congress, but he could still today be like, yeah, I I shouldn't have done that. He I've, said it. I've grown since then. Yeah, he said it. Yeah, and that's the Clarence. You, you Thomas. should be able to do that. He he got Clarence Thomas on the fucking bench. How'd that work out, buddy? And you're president right? now, and he Jesus fucked Christ. you all up. <laughs> Maybe well, Clarence Thomas completely and utterly corrupt. And dude, that's we have no oversight what the for the fuck, Supreme dude? Court. He just fucking stuck it to his own people, man. I'm like, yeah, Jesus he, yeah. Christ, dude. He was a poor kid from Georgia that benefit, benefited from affirmative action. And he just fucking gutted it, man. That is and that's what they do, though. That's what Republicans do. Shit, man. On their way up, God they just cut damn. all the ties to the people that supported them at the beginning, basically. They wow. don't care. Like, once they've achieved, I, I don't think like, wow. I did it myself. I think you underestimate the powers of a private jet, Rob. Wow. I guess I do. That proves <laughs> that I can't say that I've been on a, uh, what do you call it? A, well, it's not a cruise ship, but a, a yacht. <laughs> Yeah, money oh, is boy. money is powerful, and that's that's another thing, you know. I mean, I want to get back to the comic, but like capitalism is driving us into the fucking ground, dude. Oh, like, it watch is- I'm a Virgo. Please watch I'm that's that's the assignment this week. I just I'm calling an audible. Watch I'm a Virgo on Amazon Prime. Please watch I'm a Virgo. That's, is it a movie or a series? It's a it's like five episodes. It's not. I think it's five or six episodes. They're only like a half hour to forty minutes long each. That is your assignment this week. Watch I'm a Virgo. I sent you guys a speech of stuff I've been saying for years about corporations and how we are more powerful than them if we just come together. This show uh, is on that tip. It's by uh, Boots Riley, the guy who did Sorry to Bother You. Um, nice. So, yeah, but check out uh, I'm a Virgo. It's Does on Steve Amazon ever watch that? Have we ever talked about that? Yeah, we, yeah we've talked about oh, okay. it. Yeah. Yeah. We watched it finally. It took a while. <laughs> I just don't. That's something I never want to spoil, though, on the on the podcast. Oh god, it, it's no. such a it's had such an insane twist oh, that I just shit. never want to give that away. I don't want to say it ever. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do not. You will not see this twist yeah. coming. Yeah, and, <laughs> it, it, it's not like it was a movie that people watched. And okay, it's been five years. You need to, you know, you can talk about it. Yeah. That movie was so under the radar, right? And, like it, it's gonna have to be fifty years before you can fucking talk about it out in the open without spoiling so, it, dude. So the, good. The, the twist is so crazy. As soon as you mention the title of that movie, I immediately, I immediately go yeah, right there. That, that's a, <laughs> it's like that. That's in my head. Bam! Right. It was there. so but good. Yeah, check out that movie too. Sorry to bother you. Great flick. Wait, uh, let's uh, go back to Venom Dark Origins because I'm not done yet. I've got some questions. All right, go for it. Why is, why is Peter's suit exactly like venom i don't what 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 is going on okay wait, at what point he wears a black exactly? suit peter parker has a black suit okay so and, and it looks exactly why does venom have a spider on his i don't understand okay well, they I, said can, he, I can answer this he said can i let me let my dumb self answer it and then see if i'm how close i am so he said that he had he brought it to earth or whatever or brought it so he had i don't know why his suit was black but that's why he Venom hated him so much was because, uh, you know, he got ri- he got rid of Venom. That's what we're to assume. Venom hated Pete Peter for getting yeah. rid of for getting for rid getting of- rid of him. Yeah, right. But why does Peter still wear the Venom suit? I don't, I don't know. know. I have an answer. 
All right, so this goes back to Secret Wars. Secret Wars, I just found out, by the way, the only reason that crossover exists is because Marvel had just made a deal with Mattel to make action figures, and Mattel said they had done research and that the word secret and wars tested really well with kids. Could they do something with those words in them? So that's the impetus behind the so Secret Wars. They just wars put comic. them together. <laughs> yeah, like, secret yeah, wars. we could do you one better. We'll just put both words right there. Right. And Jesus. so they, they did the Secret Wars, which was like this event where all the superheroes are up in space fighting some giant threat. Um, I've only read little bits here and there. I know Steve read it, but it, it's I read the first from two, the 80s. First two issues. I didn't finish. It, it's a hard read because yeah. it's the 80s and yeah. it's just and uh, now it makes sense why it's a hard read, though, because it was it was more of a product than anything else. It wasn't like a passion product. It was it, literally just a product. Didn't turn out um, like he man. It was like beyond Thunderdome in space. It was pretty sweet. Like for so at, at one point, Spider-Man tears his red and blue suit and there's this machine that I think Reed Richards tells him about that will make him a new suit. It makes him a black suit with a white spider on it. And that's what we know at the time is that he has this new synthetic synthetic suit that self repairs. This is what well, some before, point. Wait, is this before he met Venom? I'm not, just hang on. Um, so he gets this suit. And as far as we know, as a reader at this point is that he has a self repairing all black suit. At some point, the narrative changes to the suit is sentient. God damn it. Cosmo. Um, the, the suit is a living being. It, it, it is a symbiote. Um, that's revealed. I don't know how quick, how soon that's revealed in the, in the comics, but basically, and it starts coloring his behavior and he needs to get rid of the suit. Um, and he learns that it's has weaknesses to Sonics and to fire. Um, so the, and we still haven't met venom yet. Uh, but the suit he's wearing is, in fact, Venom. I just don't know that they have that idea yet. So kind of fast forward to Spider-Man issue number 298. Todd McFarlane comes on for the first time. He's a new artist, young artist, up-and-comer. He doesn't like the black suit. He's He wants to draw the red and blue suit. So he works with the writer, David uh, Michelini, to come up with a way to get the black suit off of Spider-Man. So he goes to uh, a church, a Catholic church with a big fucking steeple bell. What, what, what the fuck? I have my, my fucking yeah, vocabulary steep, shit yeah, anymore. Steeple with a anyway, bell. Anyway, uh, cathedral. Bell. Cathedral is what bell I was tower. trying to think of. Yeah. So, um, and then, so Eddie Brock isn't really introduced until issue 298 of Spider-Man, which is years after, I think it was like issue 252 of Amazing Spider-Man where we first see the suit. So it's been years. It's been years since we've had the black suit. Um, oh, this is interesting. I thought Venom existed before. Now, see, I think it's something they came up with later that with Todd McFarlane, because Todd just wanted to get the suit off of him. Okay. Um, but David Michelini has also said, though, that he had this idea about the suit beforehand. So I, I don't know. But um, anyway, so they... the. You get this whole made so Spider-Man had this whole storyline where he he stops the Sin Eater, and then they kind of made up this Eddie Brock character to be like, oh well, he was reporting at a different paper, and it turns out he wasn't reporting on the actual Sin Eater; he was reporting on this um, this faker, this imposter, and so the suit leaks down on Venom, like you see in the Dark Origins and the thing. Well, Spider-Man had like he had made a black suit basically before he got rid of it, though. 
like he was trying to get rid of Venom. He had another black suit that looked just like it, but it was fabric. That's why he has a, bl- a black suit at one point in the flashback. He did wear that until issue 301 when the red and blue suit comes back, basically. So that's why you see Spider-Man in a black suit Okay, so not Venom. It started as a self-repairing suit, and then right. it turned into a symbiote. Is that what you said? And, yeah, it, the discovery is that, oh, it's not a self-repairing suit. It's a symbiote. But they never mentioned Venom or alien DNA or anything like that? As far as... It's not until 298, as far as I know. I'm not sure. I, I'm hazy on that. Don't quote me on that. Look that up. But I know that Venom wasn't mentioned until Tom McFarlane and 298. So they might have mentioned that it was like a symbiote and he wanted to get it off of him. I haven't I haven't read those issues in years. Okay, well, that would so. make sense then if it was, you know, if it was a symbiote, that would, that would explain why his suit looks exactly like Venom. Yes, yes. Okay, that was the question I had. Okay, I'm glad I had. Good job. Hopefully, that's most, <laughs> hopefully that's mostly. Hopefully, I'm not making another retraction next week. Okay, question number two. Anyone that Venom takes over, the host, Cosmo. Right, that needs to go out, and Mason won't come out here, and I don't know why. Cosmo, shut up. So, whoever Venom takes over, the host knows all of Venom's knowledge throughout the. If he choose, if he chooses to share it, basically, okay. I don't know that he so necessarily. It's not, it's not immediate. He's got to. Yeah, I don't think so, but I think he can choose to share that part of himself. Okay, because I know that's how it was in the movies. He chose to share it right. with Eddie. Okay, all right, and that's how he's able to avoid his spider sense. Take take them out, Mason. Especially Cosmo. Um, yeah. So, any other questions? No. That that I think that was it. Uh, so basically, that's that's the gist of the story, though. Is Eddie had a mildly bad child? Not really bad. Like he's not really. He does get psychologically abused by his dad. Yeah. He's, oh, that was, that was a fucked up part because Eddie's really good at telling, telling when people are lying. He can he can see it. You know. And, yeah. and his mom died in childbirth and his dad, you know, in one of the scene or one of the panels, his dad was like, it wasn't your fault. And then Eddie knows that his dad's lying, you know, like he, yeah. he, he blames Eddie for his mom's death. And I'm like, damn, that's <clears throat> fucked up. Like that will, that will fuck with a kid, you know? Right. Right. Um, so yeah, he's, he's not a man with many morals. Um, and he's just driven by this really idiotic revenge against Peter Parker, which I've always thought was just the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. I mean, it's clear, it's clearly something they cobbled together so quickly to just get the suit off of him. It's like, really? Yeah. You blame Peter Parker because you lied about your source. <laughs> but that's also, that's a very Trumpian Trump supporter thing to do is to not accept any culpability for your actions. So yeah. And Spider-Man explains it to him in this comic. He's like, you know why I'm better than you is because I fuck because it, it was my fault. I blame myself for letting that suit get out and that's how you got it. And that's why you're having problems. Spider-Man blames himself. Eddie tries to put the blame on anybody but himself, which is pretty, pretty cool. And Um, there were some great visuals in this comic too, especially when he he goes into M when Venom goes in, breaks into MJ's house. There's some really cool uh, uses of the, of the Venom suit and then how it expands and, and just, 
I don't know, mucks up the whole room. I don't know how to explain it. Like, the artwork is fantastic. And it's, I like it too, because it's, it's still of that era where they were still doing a lot more stylized stuff. So the proportions are kind of crazy as opposed to being realistic, mm-hmm. which is how I love to see venom, you know, just like muscles on muscles on muscles. Yeah. Um, just super jacked. And, um, yeah. So the, the artwork, uh, four out of four for sure story. I give it like a two out of four. Uh, one of the things the comic alluded to at the very end was that, the venom still longs for Peter, you know? Yeah. Cause right. he's, pow- he's more powerful. Exactly. And, and, yeah. and, you know, Eddie's like venom said, that's not the case, but Eddie's like, I choose to, be- you know, I choose to believe right. I'm the better one, you know, like he's just, del- right. he's delusional, you know? Yes. But th- I, I thought, wants- that, I thought that was great. That venom's like, yes, I want Peter back, you know, like, give me that narcotic, right. give me that narcotic. Yeah. He, he really liked feeding off of that spider strength. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, I enjoyed it. I'll give it a, I give it a two and a half, three. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty interesting. And it, you know, thoughts, what, Rob, like yeah, that. It, it was okay. Artwork was good. I, this is something I wouldn't mind if they retconned, <laughs> if they went back and did a different origin, like where he's not such a huge piece of shit. <laughs> right. Like, right, like I when I watch the movies now, I'm, I'm going to be thinking of this. You know, I'm like, ah, uh, yeah. even though they don't portray Eddie like that at all in the movies, right? I'm still Thank gonna, God, because I don't gonna... think I would have liked the movies. <laughs> right? No, I wouldn't either. Like, you can't have a character that's that that fucked up and that just is that selfish, mm. and then make him into a hero, even a an anti-hero. Hero. Yeah, that was too far. Yeah, <laughs> like. Yeah. So yeah, it was like in coming out when it did, I think like 2008, 2006, whatever I said. Uh, it's weird to me that Venom had, you know, had been popular as an anti-hero for 15 years and they decided to go back and be like, "Oh yeah, he's actually a piece of shit though." It's like, "What? <laughs> Greenlit this. What are you doing?" <laughs> I am. Uh, All I, right. He, so, so that definitely he, I I just want to mention his looks too, you know. I mean, he looks fabulous, man. He's awesome. <laughs> such, a, such a creepy scary villain he looks sweet yeah. he looks sweet i can see why you always want to read venom or get us to read venom or something and it's it's one of those things too and it's something i don't like about myself which is the fact that visually visual designs are very important to me that's always the number one thing that attracts me it can be a comic book character it can be an album cover it can be a movie poster whatever visual designs just like the first thing for me Mm-hmm. So if I a cool looking character, I'm going to check it out. And if I, if I like the design enough, I'll find a reason to keep reading. <laughs> you were like story be damned. <laughs> we're right. we're going to, I remember reading the very first mini, the six issue miniseries lethal protector. And I was like, this is fine. And, and again, I was like 14, 15. And I'm just like, this is terrible. <laughs> I'll buy the next issue though. Cause this guy looks cool. So I was like once like, more into the breach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that's why I hate Aquaman so much. He looks stupid. His color scheme is stupid. His whole, everything about him is just dumb. So you could tell a Dark Knight Returns level story about Aquaman. I'd be like, no, thanks. Like, I would rather read about a crappy, a crappy story with awesome visuals than I would a really good story with a really dumb looking character. That's, that's my own issue. My own problem. That's dumb. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. That's why I've read so much Spawn. 
just like fuck it looks so cool it's it's like watching fast and furious you know it's 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 the comic book version where you're like, oh, look at all the stuff going on. It's like, you know, the story's terrible. <laughs> Shut up. Like, <laughs> I did see your Instagram. You posted some of the pictures of Spawn. Dude, I think that was, those are some recent variant covers by uh, uh, Kale uh, Ingu. I, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but man, he posted those on his, on his socials. And I was like, fuck, that's sick looking. Yeah. Like, like really how cool good. were those pictures of Spawn, man? Yeah. But all right, we're hungry. Um, so we're going to wrap it up here. Go see Indiana Jones. Yeah. Go see Indiana Jones. It's not great, but it's definitely worth a watch. It's still Indiana Jones. What are you, what are you going to do? I mean, who doesn't have a soft spot for Indiana Jones? Exactly. Um, uh, but we'll, we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. Mr. Spocker. Ciao.